Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on a big party show on Channel 94. The FBI is going to be holding a press conference this morning in Lincoln.、Uh, it all is in,、uh, a, it's in relation to the disappearance of 24 year old Sydney Loof. Yeah, they found her body and、uh, yes. no details yet, but we'll get it when at nine or so. Nine o'clock today,、okay. the FBI is going to have their press conference. Today's the 10th anniversary of a deadly,、uh, the deadly Omaha mass shooting at Vaughn Mar.、It、happened December 5, 2007, when a gunman opened fire on the third floor of the Vaughn Mar department store. The shooting led to policy changes. Including that of the Omaha Fire Department allowing paramedics to enter an active crime scene.、Uh, the 19 year old gunman killed eight people and wounded three others before taking his own life. And details are being revealed about the contracts for the University of Nebraska's new coaching staff. Head coach Scott Frost is going to get $5 million per year over the next seven years, and he's bringing seven of his pals up from Central Florida to fill,、uh, fill out his coaching staff. He's raiding the Central. Florida cupboard. But that's what usually happens. You bring your crew. You bet.、Mm-hmm. You bring what works. He said that at the press conference. He goes, You know, a lot of coaches sometimes when they get a high profile gig, higher profile gig, think they have to go out there and get higher profile guys. And he's like, Nope, I'm bringing the guys that made it work. He works with his、them. glue guys. Remember,、mm-hmm. this is a different kind of situation than bringing in Riley. Yeah. This is a young guy,、um, one of the top up and coming coaches in the country. Yes. He's great. He's got a template that works. That's what's nuts. Yes, he's gonna, great. He's going to do the Central Florida thing up here. Oh, my gosh. Well, he's、ah. definitely got the incentive, a bonus structure,、uh, the contract, the details, some of which have been unveiled,、uh, additional payments, $200,000 if we get an appearance in the Big Ten championship game, and $300K if we get a Big Ten title, and then as much as $650,000 could be. Frost's little bonus package if we get a national they, championship. They these, there's a bunch of players right now in the country that are up in the air because there's been so many coaching changes. So、yes. many coaches got fired. Yeah, they did. That when I'm a kid who said, you know, thought I was going to Tennessee, I'm still going to Tennessee, and then the coach get fired. I don't know if I, am I going to fit into the new coach's、yes. plans. That's the hardest part. So, in theory, all those guys are kind of up in the air. I, we can circle back to them and go, look, I know you. If, You want it, wanted to go so and so, but now he's not there anymore. So you want to come here? Yeah, I, I wonder what's going to happen, especially with、uh, some of those Central Florida guys. Because I know、uh, there's a good handful that went there specifically because they wanted it to be coached by Frost. So、uh, I know what I, I think the deal is when, if, if they jump over to here, if they should decide, anyone decides, I think they have to sit out a year, right? Redshirt them or something like that. Um, But yeah, that's going to be、schools. interesting. Yeah, if they transfer. But I'm saying、schools. we can, you know, the high school kids that we're going to commit. He's also going to grab a bunch of JUCO guys. Okay. Should be good. And then he's going to give, obviously, we're going to give a look to the current、uh, players that we have now.、Mm-hmm. It、yeah. has to be like any sports team. When practice starts, let the cream rise to the top. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. And then and it's all about the plays. And, you know, it's a game of chess, football is, especially when, you know, two coaches versus each other. That's what it is. So. 
federal government's authority to spend money ends at midnight Friday unless Congress does something about it. Fears about a possible government shutdown are growing. The deadline is getting closer. Lawmakers might approve a two week extension that would get them almost to Christmas, but then they have to deal with that again. So, big key budget issues. Uh, that they can't under you know that they can't come to an understanding on could create that shutdown situation, and a brush fire has exploded to ten thousand acres in just a few hours, in, just north of Los Angeles. I didn't think there was anything left to burn. I know, and yet they find <laughs> more stuff. You just forget how big that state is. I mean, you have to understand this. That state's like the size of yeah, some countries in this world. You know, um, so the fire started. A car crashed. On the road between Ventura and Santa Paula, and that's what sparked the fire. Oh wow! Well, know, all isn't those that nuts. Those trees are just yeah. candles. Yes. So car crash, totally horrible accident. It was a fatality, and then like boom, all of a sudden the powerful winds, and next thing you know, you got yourself major wildfires going on. You so. think they just put this in the news to scare all of us from moving out there? <laughs> Stay where you are. Winter's coming. And if that's the case, we need to make up some stories here about Omaha. Or no, we want people coming here. What am I saying? Yes. Well, yeah. Make up stories like, it's sunny all of the time. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Amer- America's biggest supermarket chain is recalling six months worth of purified water for babies. So Kroger Company, you know, the people behind Bakers, yeah. they're recalling comforts for baby purified water with fluoride added. Kroger announced the recall after finding mold contamination. So the contamination, contaminated water was sold in one gallon clear containers. Um, so supermarkets that operate under different, so like here locally, there's like food for less. We also have uh, bakers. But if anybody has this gallon of comforts for baby purified water with fluoride added, you need to check and make sure that that's safe for baby before you go using it. President Trump isn't the most retweeted. But he is the most tweeted about. Twitter has released its list of the top 10 retweeted tweets and the top three liked tweets of 2017. And Trump didn't make either of those lists, but his predecessor did. Former President Obama had three tweets on the top retweeted list. What were including, they? Um, yeah, so the most retweeted, he came in number two, and it was that one back in um August when there was the white supremacist riot and uh, it was a picture of him when he was visiting South uh, Africa and he tweeted a quote from Nelson Mandela saying no one is born hating another person because of the color of their skin or his background or his religion and that was the second most retweeted tweet in uh, last year (laughs) number one was the guy looking for free chicken nuggets from Wendy's (laughs) oh boy TikTok asteroid (laughs) I see ya Carter Wilkerson, he had tweeted at Wendy's, yo, at Wendy's, how many retweets for a year of free chicken nuggets? And they tweeted back just, you know, arbitrary number 18 million. He said, consider it done. And then he retweeted, help me, a man needs his nugs. So man needs his nugs. 3.6 million. No, 3.6 million retweets later, but it did get him a bunch of other free stuff. Like everybody was globbing on. Like T Mobile's like, we'll buy you a free a year of nuggets and give you all sorts of other stuff. I'm sure he got, he went on Ellen. He beat the previous title holder, which was Ellen's Oscar selfie. Remember that when she tweeted that? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so that was the, that was the, really? yeah, I know. That That's amazing? the world we live in. Um, 
the most liked tweets of 2017 was that quote that Barack Obama put out um, um, that I just read. And then Ariana Grande after the Manchester uh, um, terror attack. And uh, and then number three was, again, Barack Obama when he was wishing hope to uh, John McCain when it was announced that the senator had cancer. So it's just kind of interesting. I love these end of the year where you get to see. But the funny thing is, is that the most tweeted about person, he's not retweeted or liked, but the most tweeted about person is President Trump. He's the most tweeted about person in not only the United States, but in the world. I can so believe that. He may not be on the list, but he's on everybody's list. Uh, Taco Bell is currently testing out a California loaded fries burrito. I mean, it's just gluttony. I it's can't loaded. believe st- they still have ideas. I know. <laughs> I thought they've invented every combination of a taco. They haven't put French fries in there, though. I mean, that's the thing. Like, we're always, I mean, I always love Taco John's because they've got the potato Olays. And Taco Bell has like those like little like potato cubes but this are this is going to be real fries so it's fries meat cheese guacamole and salsa all rolled up in a burrito apparently it's been a long local favorite in san diego and they're kind of taking it on as their own at taco bell and san diego's main deal is fish tacos oh god it's nothing better than like fish taco i've only been to san diego once and that's what we did we went right to a a beach taco like a little sand and it was Mm -hmm. unbelievable yeah. So you know, fresh. fresh fish. Baja. I mean, they've got those great spices and then the lime, you know. I mean, you just can't beat it. It's so good oh, if it's could, just like you can eat those all day with a with a beer. Oh. Smelling the surf rolling in. That's the thing where you're like My blood pressure just went down. Why do we live in Nebraska? <laughs> when was the last time you guys had Taco Bell? Uh, um, I'll run right now. I want the hungry. Me hungry. I mean, that's why I get mad at those K- KFC, those KFC commercials because yeah. the KFC, I love KFC. I do too. And the commercial doesn't ring the dinner bell to get me to go eat it. But a it Taco doesn't. Bell ad, Boom. I think about it. I don't get up off the couch, I'm but I think you, about it. It is the crunch. I actually was at the store and now, you know, they have the sauces and stuff at the store. Had to buy myself some sauce. But it's not the same thing. No, it's not you the know? same as the packet. It's no. close, but it's not the same because I'll buy the I'll buy the little jars of um the bottles of the what? Taco Bell hot sauce. I'm gonna sound like it. a fat ass, but what makes those damn tacos so good? Outside oh, of drinking all day. Oil? Yeah. Oil. Oh, I, uh, yeah, I mean, like, what do you mean? What tacos? Like Taco Bell tacos? Yeah, the Taco Bell. The fried. I mean, it's like you can't get that at home. It's just, it's just somebody else cooking for you always tastes better too. Uh, There's yeah, always just and the idea of like somebody else making it. I mean, when was the last time you had Taco Bell at three in the afternoon? It's been a while. This summer. I think but it I might mean, have been this for most for of me, our lives. So. Yes. Yeah. We did all of our Taco Bell shopping between midnight. In 2 a.m. Fourth meal, Jeff. It's called fourth meal. And then it's delicious. They have the boxes, too. It's all over your car. God, you wake up the next morning and you're like, that was such a stupid idea. When you drive people, when when you're the driver and you go through Taco Bell and and the people in the back seat, you know, your friends, they don't even care. Mm -hmm. They just, it's just a land of cheese. Oh, and lettuce. It's so stupid. Like when you go through with a bunch of drunk people to the drive-thru and everybody's talking at the speaker at the same time, like 75 orders. Like, I want seven harsh tacos and taco pizza. Think of like, Taco Bell <laughs> if most of these late night drive throughs if they put um, a camera and just filmed. I mean, the hilarious free videos oh, oh, that awesome. they could make that could go viral. 
It's like cab. It's like taxi cab confessional. Like when they put those, and then they just started like getting、yes. people to sign off. They should do it. Drive through confessional. It. I wonder if that's legal. Like if anywhere we've suspe- we've given up our rights、oh、to privacy、God. when、do、we're we at the. Do we have privacy anymore?、I'm、I mean, seriously.、You. I mean, you know, like really. Like if I'm drunk at the drive through at Taco Bell, I feel like that's just.、Uh. A- Fat、That's、guy、like、says there's a Taco Bell less than a mile away and it opened at seven. Fat yeah, guy said it. Yeah. I forgot that the, I guess, bong, breakfast. It's right there on Q,、yeah. isn't it? Is that what you want to cash your, your fat guy chips in on today? I want a cheeseburger. You can only make so many bad food decisions today. You really, really want to push them all in? We only get so many. <laughs> I, mean,、wow. I want a、live. cheeseburger so badly I, I, and I want to eat it with Jeff, as weird as that sounds. Okay. Because、um, I can't eat it alone. I don't want to enjoy it alone. I need to share. Well, there's a lot of food you cannot enjoy with your girlfriend. Yeah, that's mainly one of them is this place because it's,、uh, it's Finnegan's. They don't, they don't do gluten free stuff. You know? Okay,、But、got it. Yeah, yeah, that's the reason why. So, yeah, I kind of have no one to eat with. Oh, <laughs> so if sad I, if it were true. But I eat lunch with the sweet w y l e e n almost every day. Yeah, I was going to say,、every、you guys are good about it. Day we do it.、Um, but there's that moment where you're like. But what does she、ah. eat? Like she has eat to eat、home. something gluten free,、uh, something safe. We go to. And you a, eat the same meal with her? Yeah, pretty much. So that's why you totally、much. have the right to go、yeah. eat cheat. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think、and、she'd she mind she, either. No, she doesn't care at all. You know, I just, you know, respect. I just Are you at least thinking、is. of her while you're, while you're cheating? Like when I'm eating a taco? Yeah. Really? <laughs> you're just, you know, she's. Yeah, she loves tacos.、Mentally. You know, that she's. She's、And a burger? Ride. Like that、mm-hmm. French fry. See, people, it's very specific. She's got celiac, so、um, she can't just eat everywhere because we're worried about cross contamination. It makes her horribly sick. So the challenges are so incredible.、Um, and there's only a few places that cater. Like,、uh, I'll just speak real quick. Like French fries, for example. The only way she can eat French fries or wings or anything like that if it's, if it's a dedicated fryer, meaning nothing else goes in it. And there's places that do it, just not that many. I think there's two. Hmm. Maybe three. So, yeah. So, poor girl doesn't get fries very often. Buddy. But don't stop me. No. Lunch, lunch today? Don't、Beth? let it stand <laughs> in your way. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show. Channel 94.1. Today's the,、uh, sadly, the 10 year anniversary of the Von Maar、um, mall shooting. Yeah, 10 years. And, you know, 10 years ago, I would have never thought it would happen in Omaha. I remember thinking, I can't believe it's Omaha. Now, 10 years later, let's say it didn't happen. It never would have happened. I wish it wouldn't have. Most people wouldn't think that as much. No, not、so、at all. It happens every day. Uh, we're joined on the phone by、uh, one of the lead instructors from 88 Tactical in Omaha off of I 80 and Highway 370, Trevor Thrasher. Trevor, good morning, buddy.、Uh, good morning, guys. Now, you, you guys teach a curriculum out there、um, that is sadly relevant now, but,、uh, which is called Active Killer Response. Is that correct?、Uh, that's correct. We have about six different courses built around、uh, surviving active threat incidents. Whether they're a, people are law enforcement or everyday citizens, whether they're armed or unarmed, or whether they're a business that's looking for us to come out and review their plans. And this,、so、yeah, we, this has become pretty popular. I mean, you guys get、uh, businesses reaching out. The World Herald yesterday did a story about how now there's churches、um, in Omaha that are working with Douglas County Sheriff's Office to take proactive steps. So,、um, who. Yeah, so- Something people can't ignore anymore. And I think、uh, most, most businesses, most organizations are wise enough to see that、uh, it's better to be prepared. All right. So, Trevor, do you,、uh, 
Um, like go to uh, a uh, specific, we'll just say a company, we'll, we'll just say a company, whatever, and just kind of look at things and go, all right, you know, this, you know, is maybe could be, uh, uh, you know, tightened up a little bit here and there. Is that kind of like the idea also? Yeah, we, uh, we'll do a, what we call security assessments, basically look at their facilities, look at their uh, emergency response plans, and then see what we can do training-wise to improve uh, the abilities of the people to respond to these types of incidents. That's awesome. And often, oftentimes, it's, it's really relatively minor what they need to do. It's more about mindset and just a little bit of training than it is about spending you know hundreds of thousands of dollars to prepare their workplace. Okay, yeah, so if wow. you could talk about that that mindset, because nobody ever really imagines they would be in this scenario where there's you know you hear loud noises that sounds like fireworks. What is the mindset that you try and teach people um, to survive a, a moment like this? Well, the first thing is almost universally we hear victims say three things. They say that uh, they didn't see it coming, they couldn't believe it was happening, and they didn't know what to do. And I pretty much repeat that in almost all of my classes. So they didn't see it coming, couldn't believe it was happening, and didn't know what to do. Uh, people who succeed in these situations are people who prevail. They see it coming, they believe it's happening immediately, and they know what to do. So you've got to kind of start with uh, this disbelief. And what you hit on there was they hear loud noises. They immediately are in a sense of denial or excuse-making. They're like, oh, it has to be something else. It, it, it couldn't be an active shooter event. What we tell people to do is don't be in a state of denial. That's the first stage, even before fear. If you think something is suspicious, if you think something sounds like somebody's shooting, go and investigate and see what's going on, you know, However, you can do that and accomplish that safely. First thing, because don't ignore it and wait till it's too late. We, oh wow! We, we yeah, had guess, a, a, a friend of ours who who was huh. a survivor of of the Von Mar incident. Uh, Party's dad here yeah. was was the piano player. Yep, yep in there. there. But our friend Heather said that she was on the second floor, and they took shelter in one of the dressing room areas and. Um, after the shooting stopped, they didn't know what to do, and people were debating making a run for it. Uh, Heather called her dad, and her dad was former military, and he just quickly, you know, they didn't know anything. They heard gunfire, what they thought was gunfire. He said, stay put. Um, Don't run. Stay put. Make a a plan. Okay. Um, And that, to me, sounds like shelter in place. Is that something you guys still teach, Trevor? Well, basically, uh, we have a run, hide, fight uh, curriculum. But the thing is, is, is the, the smart thing they were doing is they were thinking, like, what can we do to improve our situation? What can we do next? Oftentimes, if you review the videos of these situations, people will hide. They'll just get down and get behind something. And then they don't do anything else. They don't look for a weapon. They don't look for an escape route. They don't try and barricade their position any better. And then the killer will just walk by, see somebody that's hiding, and, and oftentimes shoot them. So there's a, they have the right mindset there. They, they barricaded, and if you have a good barricade, you should probably maintain that. But while you're barricading, look for weapons, think of an escape route, improve your position, and then figure out how to communicate with the police. Okay, wow. That yeah. all makes sense. Trevor, what's your background? How did you, how did you uh, get into to doing this with ADA Tactical? Well, I have about 25 years' experience both in law enforcement and the military. Uh, I've had some other jobs involving counterterrorism work that have put me in some of the most dangerous places in the world. And uh, I've kind of been on both sides of things, both as somebody who's uh, you know, more or less paid to go forward and assault people. Um, and I've also been on the opposite side of things where I'm trying to prevent assault. Okay. Against the people under my watch. I referred to you, to Jeff, moment, uh, moments ago as a real man. <laughs> well, I did. Trevor's I said, like, well, that's really I an said, awkward situation I know, for me. I know, I know Jay. 
and I've known these guys forever. Everything I know is like I get from Jay and those guys, and I've yet to have been out there before, you know, shotguns with uh, Ginzel, and, and I was lucky enough to do that with those guys. Fantastic facility, and I've yet to meet you, Trevor, and I told you again, I'm like, Trevor... He's like a real well, man. <laughs> well, don't don't ask me to uh, fix a leaky faucet or anything like that. But, uh, there's some man. stuff I'm pretty good at. Trevor, I got to tell you, real men don't know how to fix a faucet, but they know how to do what you do. I can fix a faucet, <laughs> and I'll tell you now, Trevor, I am not a real man. <laughs> well, I would I would say the opposite. You're probably a real man. <laughs> Trevor. I just happen to have a very select skill set. Yeah. Trevor could shoot at the faucet and put uh-huh. it in the chokehold. That's a man. Uh, anyway, so scare the faucet into getting back on track. So we don't want to scare people into, no. into hysteria, but but when we see stuff in the paper and stuff on the news that talks about now churches taking proactive steps to ensure houses of worship are safe and secure, what does that mean, and is that relevant? Well, I, I kind of have to laugh. When have churches ever been off limit? Yeah, uh, during the Crusades, perhaps. I mean, is it? I mean, they've never been off-limit. This idea that a, a church is off-limits and somehow somebody who's insane and violent is going to go, oh, that's a church. I'm not going to go in there and kill random people. I'm going to go somewhere else. I mean, you expect irrational people to act rationally, and that's a huge mistake. And so this is just the idea of the church itself maybe uh, taking a look at their security protocol, whether it is to have a security guard yeah, yeah. or to have some kind right. of plan, just like a fire drill, I guess. The big issue with churches has just been two, it's been two things. One, denial, because they somehow believe that their church is going to be off limits to violence, although throughout the history of mankind they never have been. And two, there's a lot of state laws that, you know, ours originally prohibited possession of a handgun at churches. So they weren't able to defend themselves if they wanted to. So now they finally said, hey, you know what, these incidents have happened in churches, they're going to continue to happen in churches, yeah. and we need the means to defend ourselves. And, it, and like I said... It doesn't take as much as people think. And why wouldn't you take some of those basic safety measures in your life regardless? I agree. I mean, the, the, the training's fun. The training's challenging. And it, it, something that, uh, you know, can be used in a lot of different aspects of your life, from the confidence, thinking quick under pressure, you know, all, uh, you know showing a little bit of courage at times. Those things can apply to everything from a, from a car accident to uh, any type of survival situation to just day-to-day life. Well, why not give a little bit of training? One of the stories that they said that came out of uh, Von Mar was that um, tourniquets, that people could have applied tourniquets. I know you guys teach TACMED on more of a simplistic level that regular civilians can learn. Yes, we do. Uh, basic use of uh, tourniquets, basic blood stopping, and things of that nature. In many of these incidents, if the citizens at the scene had been trained, they could have saved uh, numerous lives. Uh, the Orlando sh- nightclub shooting is a great example these people had no idea what to do. There was probably dozens of people packed into a bathroom, wounded, and I've got the videotape, the interview of, of uh, one of the victims there, and he said they passed around a glass of water. Well, that's the wrong answer. That is the wrong answer. And four hours of training, those people could have taken four hours of training once in their life, and they probably could have saved dozens of lives instead of just letting each other bleed out right there. Yeah, that's they, true. They talk um, about in the paper that, that the lessons learned from Von Mar has made our law enforcement and um, active responders, first responders, uh, more well, you know, better trained. Do you, do you believe that that's uh, accurate? Well, it, it, well, first of all, I don't, I don't like calling them the first responders. Citizens are the first responders. Even if the police are right there at the scene, as they were in Las Vegas, as they were in Orlando and other situations, even if the police are right there, the citizens have to act. They're the first responders. So 
that's great that your police are well-trained to deal with it. But if the police don't get in there, like in the Orlando case, after a couple hours, in the Las Vegas case, it was over an hour, if the police aren't there taking care of the problem right away, then you've got to do something. So it doesn't matter how well the police are trained. I mean, it's great that they're trained, and they are better trained than they were in the past. But it's really important that the citizens at the scene, the everyday men, women, and children that are around, that those people are trained. That's far more important than training a few select people to be really good at responding because half the time, statistically, half the time, the police have no effect in these situations whatsoever. They're over with, the person has left or killed themselves or is otherwise subdued by people to see half of the time. That's right, the sad so reality that they, it is. It's, they, uh, you know, Von Marr was over in 90 seconds to two minutes is what they believe the entire yeah. you know, incident took place. Hey, Trevor, Trevor we appreciate you taking time. Thank you for coming on. Trevor Thrasher with 88tactical.com. My cousin Shay bills you as the lead aerobics instructor out there. Is that accurate? I do. I put some leg warmers on and I get after it sometimes. Okay. Trevor, that's amazing. That adds, Thank you. That adds to the man. <laughs> now I got the vision of the man. Jazzercise. I like it. You're multifaceted. <laughs> well, they, they are tiger stripe camouflage. Oh, I love it. Hey, Trevor, real fast, uh, I want Wileen and all those guys, all the ladies in our lives to uh, take your, uh, you guys have self-defense classes, all that stuff, and uh, um, I just wanted to, tell us a little bit of it real fast. Uh, the self-defense cl- uh, class is great. Uh, it's for women, children, men, and two-thirds of it really is uh, how to be aware of situations and how to use assertiveness, your body posture, and your voice to avoid being attacked in the first place. Okay. And then when all else fails, we give them some pretty hard skills. We let them uh, fight assailants who are wearing padded suits that can take full full power blows to the head and groin. And there's no other suits in the market that can do that. Okay. I mean, full power it, football kick in the groin. Kid. All right. Wow. And yeah. uh, I've seen, like, when Sean uh, instructs, you should see some of the footage okay. of how empowered these women get. And it is frightening as a guy to look at how realistic it is when the men are yelling. Yeah. Of, of like in a parking I, lot approaching a woman like don't walk away from me and then the women are free to give the guy a kick in the groin I've, and they hammer these guys the men are wearing the suit so they can take it yeah, yeah. and so now if that ever happens you've actually kicked before you're not afraid to it's not like do running the, for the first time you know how to do it yeah. you do it right okay absolutely but again, two-thirds of that is avoiding those situations, so okay. awareness goes a long way. I think everyone should should take a class like that, women, children alike, and I do. I never really thought about that until Eileen and her kids, so yeah. All Women's right. primal defense. Yes, yes, absolutely, yep. man. We live in a weird world. You know, why not be prepared? Um, Trevor the why Man. be prepared. Have fun doing it, too. Yeah. Trevor, right, Trev, thank you, buddy. man. We appreciate it. Happy holidays. All right, take care. Okay. Thank see you. you. All right, see you, Trevor Thrasher with 80 Attack. We've had a blast out there. Just a name. Uh, off of uh, 80 and Highway 370. What's that name? Trevor Thrasher. The man. I'm going to put him in my list of men in my life. Scott Frost. He's Trevor the- Thrasher. <laughs> Well, yeah. You're making all of them feel super comfortable, I imagine. <laughs> this, this is the Big Party Morning Show. Channel Spotify has released their year-end information. Can you guess who was the most streamed artist of 2017? Do you care to take a guess? Taylor oh, Swift. I'd say Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Bam, what do I Keep get? Keep in mind, Taylor Swift just, uh, you know, she... She came late to the game, but yes, Ed Sheeran, 6.3 billion times. Wow. 
is how much she, had, she was played. You remember when she didn't she drop all of her entire catalog mm-hmm. last year on top of Katy Perry? Yeah, like late in the game. Um, I guess Sheeran Ed's, uh, ends Drake's two-year reign. Drake has been the number one uh, streamed guy on Spotify. So it goes Ed Sheeran, Drake, The Weeknd, Kendrick Lamar, and The Chainsmokers, which I'm like... Rrr. Really? But you don't like them? Nah, I mean... Eh. Chainsmokers? Yeah. It depends oh on God. what kind of I watched over in, the I break, think, right? I watched Palladia had, which is now MTV. Yeah. Were they good? They had a bit them doing a huge European outdoor show. No, I had to sit there and laugh. Oh my god! Because it's a like, giant, massive stage. Okay, there's two and of it's them. It's just the one guy singing. Yeah, but the other guy, the guy that looks he like Trey or back? Matt okay. Stone from South Park. Yeah, he's up on the back, just standing behind the the, the ones and twos. He's just standing behind the DJ oh table. Oh my god! They figured so it's it out. The other little skinny guy in his skinny jeans, and he kind of has one dance move. So You're just giving me more reason why I'm not a fan of the, the yeah, it's like I, Hopefully the fans have their eyes closed and are on a lot of drugs. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino is, uh, the word is that he's going to team up for the next Star Trek movie. How weird is that with J.J. Abrams? Quentin really? Tarantino and J.J. Abrams helming a Star Trek feature film. I don't even know what to, I mean... Probably be it, good. That seems like, but it seems almost like a Saturday Night Live bit, doesn't it? Like if Quentin Tarantino directed Star Trek, this is what it would be like, and it would be somebody in like a bad Captain Kirk outfit, but with the bad John Travolta wig from Pulp Fiction. I'm just saying, I get a lot of images of like um, some guy with a taser, but he looks like you know Samuel L. Jackson with the Jerry curl. I just mm-hmm. maybe we're two. Maybe maybe Quentin Tarantino is more than just a a handful of of just set bits. But I thought he um, quit. I thought he retired. No, because don't you remember Quentin Tarantino is working on the Manson film that's coming oh. out uh, in 2019 on the 50th anniversary yeah, of but, the murders. Yeah, but before that, I thought he had retired. Like I ain't doing no more. Oh, maybe yeah. he just took a break. Do you but... want him to? Dude, no, Tarantino's awesome. No, he I just did him. Hateful Eight not that long ago. I don't I know when he would have right. retired. He's been yeah. busy. He just hasn't. Um, so the word is is that Tarantino's in talks with Paramount to to uh, to direct. Like he would be the director of the next Star Trek movie. So I don't yeah, know. he's Stay trying tuned. to run head, you know away from the Harvey Weinstein stuff. Yes. Yeah, like okay. hey, look yeah. at over here. I'm doing <laughs> Pay no space attention. stuff. Uh, well, uh, an, uh, in other movie news, Brian's, Brian Singer has been fired from 20th Century Fox. He was directing the Bohemian Rhapsody. It's the biopic about uh, Queen frontman Freddie Mercury. And what did he do? Well, it's all the stuff that's been he's been accused of. I mean, it's all, I, I guess, they're saying it has to do with the fact that he has a pattern of unreliable behavior on the set. And that it's the best interest of the film, but it's also true that you know, it's there's other stuff going on for him. Well, how but, about the story, you know, that's coming out about uh, Spacey, you know, unusual suspects. Weird stuff. Yeah. So the story is is that Gabriel Byrne, um, Kevin Spacey's co-star in The Usual Suspects, now opening up about a story that I mean is news to a lot of us that love that movie. That they shut down production for a while, and it wasn't until later that they learned that it had to do with misconduct on behalf of Kevin Spacey to one of the young actors that was on the set. So that's 1995, and the director of that movie was Brian Singer. Okay. So this and he won an award on that. You said earlier, right? 
Academy Award. Jeff oh, was wow. uh, reporting earlier. Oh, Usual Suspects is a great movie. Remember, he's verbal oh, Kent. Yeah. I love it so much when they're all in the lineup. I, Benicio Del Toro. You can't understand a word he says. Yeah. He's so stinking handsome. You just don't even care. He's mumbles or whatever that guy's name is. This, this is the Big Party Morning Show. Listen. Streaming live 24 hours a day. Log on and get plugged in. Channel 941.com.